This is a Podcast 225 production. The issues. What's going on now? What's happening in the state? The people. Carl Dabity. We've got Michael Shingleton. Taylor Moore. Jay Darden. Congressman Garrett Gray. Richard Condon. He is Ryan Clark. Sharon Weston Broom. The podcast. And we're going to talk about that. This is The Clay Young Show. Back at it again. Welcome to 2020, episode 225 of The Clay Young Show here on podcast. 225.com. Hopefully you all had a festive, happy, and calm holiday season. Never really know how those things are going to go, but hopefully you and yours enjoyed it and you're ready to crush it in this new year. I know I am. And speaking of crushing it, we've got a great show on deck for you today. David Savona, the executive editor of Cigar Aficionado magazine, will be here with us to talk about the top 25 cigars of 2019. I think we've done an interview with David maybe the last three or four years talking about the top 25. Make no mistake about it, Cigar Aficionado Magazine is the place to go if you enjoy fine premium tobacco, but also if you enjoy other great things about being alive, travel and dinners and restaurants and all of these things. If you're if you're not a subscriber and listen, they're not paying me to say this. I get the magazine both at the house and at the office. But if you are not a subscriber, do yourself a favor, make that a gift to yourself, guys. You won't forget it. And even if you don't enjoy cigars, there, there are things in there for you. But if you are a brother or sister of the leaf, You're going to enjoy this ride, so check that out. We're going to talk about that coming into this new year. A lot is going on, and looking forward to move down this road with you. We are going to be getting into the election cycles of things around this part of our state, and of course, nationally, the presidential election is up this year, and there's a lot of conversation about that on the way. We're not doing that today, but but we will get into it, so I look forward to talking with you about all of those things. Thanks again to Julio Malera, who did our final show of 2019. That was strong. That was strong. He talked about motivation. And the thing that still sticks with me after listening to him talk about goal setting was him saying, how much pain can you handle? In other words, what are you willing to put yourself through to get to your goal. And I got to tell you, when, when you think about it that way, it does change your perspective. I've never heard anyone say it that way because now you, you see whatever discomfort or sacrifice you make as a necessary thing you have to deal with to get to where you want to go. And I think many of us have had to do that in our lives, but we never were able to, to put it the way Julio did. And he did a great job with that. And He's going to be on more this year. Looking forward to that. The Crime Stoppers podcast is podcast is off to a, a pretty good start. If you haven't checked that out, check out the Crime Stoppers podcast. We debuted that in November and December of last year. Episodes one and two are up. Episode three is in production as we speak. It'll be coming out later this month. Looking forward to you hearing that. It is a real crime drama podcast. But it's not a made-up story. The stories aren't made up. These are actual events that took place in the lives or better yet, the murders of people from the perspective of witnesses and law enforcement professionals. So check out the Crime Stoppers podcast here at podcast225.com. 
Now, oh, quickly, if you want to know about me on social media, got to put that out there. Clay underscore BR on Instagram, at Clay Young BR on Twitter, and of course, on Facebook, just Clay Young. This is a big week around these parts, too. The football game is coming up next week, the national championship game between LSU and Clemson. Obviously, you know who I'm rooting for, and I think the Tigers of LSU are going to do pretty well on Monday. In fact, I expect us to win that game, and the hope is we win it going away. So good luck to the Tigers and Coach O as they get ready to take on Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers of South Carolina. Can't wait to watch that. It's going to be a good one. All right, let's talk about the top 25 cigars of 2019. Podcast225.com. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Clay Young here with Brian Lowe. He is the man behind Brian Lowe Financial and online at brianlowefinancial.com. Brian, people have major life-changing events that just pop up. You don't know when and where they're going to occur. What do you do if you've got something that's popped up, like say you got to retire now because of some issue that's come along? Well, you know, a lot of people came to me and said, Brian, you know, I thought I had two, three, four, five more years to work, but my mm-hmm. company asked me to retire early. Right. You know, with the price of oil the way it is, company's changing. There's opportunity out there. At the same time, uh, big corporations are looking for a way to cut back. Right. Uh, all these nurses out there, uh, close to retirement, they can hire a young lady out of nursing school sure. in the Southeastern sure. uh, or LSU for half the price. Mm-hmm. So uh, job security is not what it used to be. An income plan. Now's the time to be thinking about it. You don't want to be surprised about it. Give us a call. We'll put together a plan to ensure when you can retire. And if something unexpected happens, you won't be nervous. Brian Lowe Financial. Here we go. Here we go. This is the Clay Young Show. Back with David Savona, the executive editor of Cigar Aficionado magazine. The top 25 of 2019 were debuted last month. It is like Christmas early for cigar smokers. We all wait to find out who makes it into the top 25. And once you get that publication, you can't wait to see it and go out and try cigars you haven't had. And really just enjoy this thing we call being brothers and sisters of the leaf. Dave, how are you, my friend? Clay, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Happy New Year to you, man. Happy New Year to you, too. All right, so the the top 25 is out now, and uh, it's it's interesting going through it when I got it. It, it. it was, it was there were so many things. First of all, the Aging Room is the top cigar of 2019, the Quattro Nicaragua Maestro, and this is the second time in the last decade that Aging Room has been in the top 10. Tell me about this cigar. That's right. Aging Room really has done very well. It it was a number two cigar uh, back in the day, and now it's the number one cigar of the year. It it is a very different Aging Room. Uh, We mentioned that Aging Room, there there, there could be some confusion because there's a couple of different versions. 
There was the one that was the original version, which is from the Dominican Republic, and that was the one that was rated number two uh, a few years ago. Uh, this one is, is new. It's from Nicaragua. And there is a, another aging room from Nicaragua that's made by uh, the Placencias. This one is made by A.J. Fernandez, and it's really the best aging room I've ever smoked. Really knocked our socks off with a 96-point score uh, to become number one cigar of the year. Hell of a cigar. So for people who haven't heard us talk about this before, let's talk about the process. How does a cigar become Cigar of the Year? It's a long process. So every year in the fall, we start looking at the cigars that have scored the highest throughout the year in our magazine, in Cigar Aficionado, as well as in Cigar Insider, our our cigar newsletter. We look at those top scores. We we make a list, uh, a buy list, and we have our tasting coordinator go out and buy new cigars. Uh, every every cigar we rate, we buy uh, because we want to uh, get it as close to uh, the consumer experience as possible. Buys the cigars, the tasting board takes the bands off, and we subject them to a new round of testing, sometimes more than one round of testing for the top 25 process. So uh, to make it into the top 25 countdown, into the contest at all, uh, the cigar has to score high throughout the year in the magazine or the newsletter. And then uh, it goes through another round of testing. And if it's, uh, if it's pretty clear, we might have a, just another a second round to determine who the, the winners are, who makes the top 25. And sometimes we've done as many as three or even four, uh, get, getting a smaller group each time until we finally have a cigar of the year. So it's a lot of smoking for us. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a, a bad way to spend the day, though. You know, uh, the, the testing, the cigar testing, it can be tough sometimes because, you know, there's, there's great cigars, there's mediocre cigars, there's bad cigars. But when we're testing for the top 25, they're all winners going in. So, you know, we're smoking with smiles on our faces. We do enjoy that work. I will say that. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because this year, and I don't know if I could remember any time recently that I could say this, but there was only one Cuban in the top 10 this go around normally that there seems to be at least a couple uh, any was there anything to that you know very interesting you're right it, it's unusual to only have one cuban in the top 10 and going into this uh i thought cuba might have a good shot at a cigar of the year at a, a much stronger um outcome than than what we saw uh the only cuban in the top 10 as you mentioned is the Cuba robusto number four cigar of the year with a 95 point score Cubans are great. I mean, I love smoking Cuban cigars. I, I smoke them as often as I can. But uh, consistency still is a problem with Cuban cigars. They just don't have that same level of consistency as they've mastered in the non-Cuban cigar world, particularly in Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic, and Honduras. So it's you know one thing for the cigar to really impress in a one-time taste test, but for it to impress again and again in our top 25, uh, it's been a little tough for the Cubans, a little tough. So there's... Um, they just haven't really shined very well in the past couple of years. You know, I've told people this, and, and you and I have talked about it before. People will say that Cuban cigars are the absolute best cigars on the market. And I always push back on that because Cubans can be fantastic, but there's so many great cigars from so many other nations with really, really great artisans putting them together. It isn't a case of just having a Cuban to have the best cigar anymore, right? 
Oh my God, yes, I couldn't agree more. If you if you're a cigar smoker and your entire cigar smoking world is Cuban cigars, you're really missing out on a lot of great stuff out there. That said, if you're if you're not smoking Cuban cigars, I think you're missing out too. But uh, there there was a time when the magazine was the magazine's been around since 1992. If you go back to those early days of cigar aficionado, Cuban cigars dominated. People who smoked cigars at a very high end basis, the the, the top tier connoisseurs. Uh, they believed that Cuban cigars were head and shoulders above all other cigars. Uh, it's not that it's not the case anymore. the The evidence is all there in our tastings, month after month, year after year, especially in our top twenty five. Um, uh, Cuban cigars they can be the best in the world. They are not always the best in the world, and this year they are not the best in the world. People have asked me this before, and I'm, I'm sure you've gotten this question about cigar smoking and what is it about it and and for me my individual perspective is it it is about camaraderie it's about conversation uh for me it gives me an opportunity to think and and have a clearer head and and i enjoy talking about what i like and learning from others about what they like talk about the the draw that cigars have for the millions of people around the world who enjoy them I think they're conversation starters. You sit in a cigar bar, you're in a cigar shop. It doesn't matter if the person across from you, you know, has a more important job, makes twice as much money, drives a better car. In that room, the two of you are equals. You know, you're just two people who enjoy a good cigar, and it makes it easier to get a conversation going. And it's also, they're built for relaxation, because cigars, as you know, take a long time to get going. Uh, They take some time to show their full flavors. They take some time uh, to smoke. You can't smoke a cigar quickly, or you oughtn't smoke a cigar quickly. So when you light up a cigar, you're sitting down, you're going to relax for a bit. It puts you at ease, and it makes it just so much easier to have a conversation with the person next to you. Uh, I, I just think they're conversation starters. And, you know, I, I think if more people smoke cigars, maybe the, uh, the, the world will be a nicer place. People will get along a little bit better. No doubt about that. You know, I learned something watching an interview that Carl Malone did because he's got a cigar now. Uh, he has a cigar bar in Ruston, Louisiana, up around where he's from. It's called Legends. And he said that there are no clocks in his cigar bar. And I guess I've never gone into a cigar lounge to look for the clock on the wall. But he said that's a tradition of not having a clock on the wall so that people can just relax and not worry about what time it is. Is that something you're familiar with? You know, I haven't heard that before. I think that's a great idea, though. You know, not having a clock, not having to to worry about the time—that's a great way to relax. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, because seems like the, the it seems like the the clock is pushing me in the back all day long, shoving me along to the next thing. Well, it's all about time, right? Time's the most precious resource, isn't it? You never have enough of it. Right. Uh, it always seems to move too fast. Uh, yeah, so let's get rid of the clocks. Let's light up some cigars. I like this. I think Carmelone is a great idea. <laughs> he does. He does. So you mentioned that Cigar Aficionado magazine has been around since 1992, and I always say it's the preeminent good life publication, not just cigars, but vacations and restaurants and all of these things. But you put it into your words, because you do that so much better than I, about what the magazine magazine is and why it has been so successful, you know, in, in the more than two decades that you guys have been around. Well, I think what you said is, is very true. It's, 
it's a magazine built around the enjoyment of a great cigar, but also talking about the finer things in life and things that might interest the readers uh, who enjoy a great cigar. Uh, we mentioned cigar bars before. I think Cigar Aficionado contains items of interest, uh, topics of conversation that you might talk about in a cigar bar. You know, where are the greatest uh, steakhouses where you could light up and have a cigar afterward? Who are the greatest athletes of all time? You know, what games ended in the most dramatic fashion? What's the uh, the hot new movie that's coming out that people should pay attention to? Let's talk about uh, traveling around the world and finding the, the best beaches or the coolest golf courses. Uh, that's what Cigar Vishnata was all about. And, and we try to anchor that uh, with an interesting person who enjoys a great cigar. And over the past year, in 2019, we had some pretty interesting ones. Uh, first and foremost, Arnold Schwarzenegger on our December cover for the record fourth time. Wow. And then a very different type of cigar smoker for our September-October issue, uh, Nick Jonas, who surprised a lot of people by uh, <laughs> posing on our cover with a cigar and right. talking about how he's been smoking cigars for a long time, despite the fact that he's only uh, 28 years old. I was going to say, isn't he like 13 you know, a lot of people were shocked because <laughs> they remember him as that 13-year-old who kind of burst on the scene with the Jonas Brothers. But he's all grown up now, or, you know, more grown up than he was before. And this guy, you know, I did the interview. I sat with him. Uh, we smoked a cigar together. Uh, and he really knows his cigars, really likes his cigars, and he's been around some serious cigars for a long time. You know, the uh, uh, the guys from Tatuaje were kind of on the road with him for a while in the early days. So he doesn't just smoke, you know, you know uh, uh, Mild cigars are just some, uh, you know, uh, some brands that uh, you know people might smoke just to look uh, look cool. He smokes serious stuff and really has a connoisseur's uh, uh, curiosity about the cigar world. He was a, he was an interesting interview. And you know, you learn so much about people like him and how long he's been enjoying them, and and obviously sports stars. And I recommend to anyone to go onto the website where you can see some of the sit down interviews that you guys have done. My favorite of all time is Marvin sitting with Michael Jordan. I mean, that's about as good as it gets you know that was uh, hard to beat hard to beat uh, smoking pre-castro cubans marvin and michael talking about it's kind of ribbing each other <laughs> uh i'm glad you liked that video that was those videos that was a lot of fun to watch so let's let's get into the top 25 and then i want to get into some other business about recent fda news so i'm, I'm looking at the at the top 10 i've had many of, of of the ones that are in the 10 and i'm still working through it uh, i'm going to start with one that i had not heard of the warped siri grand reserva 1988 robusto tell me about this cigar great cigar i mean it's got to be great it's number three on our list we gave right. it a 95 point score uh warped is a brand that's gaining more and more attention uh, it's from a very young man named kyle jealous He's got a working relationship with the people from Aganorsa Leaf, the growers of exceptionally fine tobacco oh, yeah. in Nicaragua. Uh, this particular cigar is made by the folks at Aganorsa and contains entirely Nicaraguan tobacco. Uh, Kyle's another young guy. I mentioned Nick Jonas. These guys are contemporaries. Um, you know, it's called the Warp Siri Grand Reserve in 1988 Robusto, and the 88 <laughs> refers to Kyle's, if you could believe it, his birth year. Wow. Um, you know, he'll be 32 uh, this year. He is a young man. Uh, despite his young age, he's been around cigars for a long time, and this is not the first time a Warped has uh, done very well in our top 25. Also, the Guardians of the Farm 
which yeah. he produced in collaboration with um, uh, with a person from Aganorsa, uh, was on our top 25 a couple of years ago. This is um, a small production cigar, maybe a harder find, but definitely one worth the search. Uh, great size, you know, classic Robusto, five and a quarter by 50. And it's a good price. You know, the SRP on this suggested retail price is nine bucks. So it's a very complex cigar. Um, you know, we got flavors of things like malted chocolate and coffee bean. Uh, very, very, very cool smoke. And it comes in some great minimalist packaging, too. Not that we, we care about the packaging for the score, but it's a, a good-looking cigar and a great-tasting cigar. You know, the, the number two is the Padrone Siri 1926 number six. You can't go wrong with a Padrone, period. They just cannot get that wrong. Their process, the quality, the taste, everything about a, a Padrone is just top rate. Uh, couldn't agree more. I've never had a Padrone that has not performed perfectly in terms of, of draw. I've never had a tight Padrone. Uh, the, the flavors are uh, always exceptional. Uh, you're talking about a company with more than 50 years of experience, uh, tradition, uh, remarkable consistency and beautiful complexity of flavor. I love Padron cigars. You know, you're making me want to smoke one of these right now. Uh, it's, it's a heck of a cigar. It's the third time they've had a number two cigar, and they've had three cigars of the year. There's no company that it even comes close to their level of performance in our ratings. And, and the reason is clear. I mean, they just make great cigar after great cigar. This is another 95-pointer. Again, it's an all-Nicaraguan cigar. And even though the blend is the same, Nicaragua on the inside and outside, just as the warp, very different taste uh, than the warped, um, more chocolatey, uh, you know, like a, uh, more intensity. Um, so you might have the same, uh, the same formula uh, on paper, but very different, very different uh, uh, experience from smoking them. I mean, you would, you would obviously know they're very, very different cigars by lighting them up, even though they're made in the same country and made from the same types of tobaccos. And, and they're the actual, they're almost identical in terms of the shape. I mean, they're, they're just beautiful, everything from the aroma, the entire process. And that's another thing I think people need to understand, the ritual of enjoying a cigar, everything that you do in the regimented way that you do it from either taking it out of the box or the humidor or the, or the cellophane. And, and I'm, I'm given to just getting a, a whiff of it in the cool draw once it's cut. So the, the number five is the Rocky Patel ALR second edition Toro. Had not heard. I'd seen that one in one of the tobacconist places here, and picked it up after I saw it in the magazine, and I I really enjoyed it. It's a great smoke, and it's uh, it's a newer smoke. It's one of the newer ones on the list. It just came out uh, this past year in 2018, and it's a new version of the ALR. He tried ALR once before. ALR stands for Aged, Limited, and Rare. And the idea is you make the cigar. And then he sits on the cigar after it's rolled for, he says, two years, which is a long time for it to sit uh, in the factory before selling it. And he was not happy with the first ALR, so he changed it into the second edition, a new blend. Um, uh, the wrapper on this one is Mexican. Uh, new blend, uh, new taste. Um, it's made in his factory in Nicaragua. Another Nicaraguan smoke. Nicaragua's pretty hot right now. And this is one of the best Rocky Patel cigars I've ever smoked. Uh, absolutely delicious. Uh, there's a little bit of coconut flavor in this, some vanilla. Uh, and this is a smaller production smoke. Um, he only released about 2,000 boxes of this particular size, the Toro size that we named number five in the initial release. And they will come out in batches as they come of age in the factory. So there's more waiting to be shipped out, but they've got to get to that 
that two-year mark before Rocky says he'll release him. You know, number six was the Oliva Serie V Lancero. The Oliva Serie V was Cigar of the Year maybe five years ago. Uh, right, was 2014, an, the Milanio version. It, it was a it was a different size, and so that one's good. I got to tell you my surprise of, of the top ten. There's always one in there that's really surprising. The Illusione Epernay, the 10th anniversary Diacosta. So I, I smoked that cigar years ago. I found it to be pleasant and good, kind of a medium um, to light, and and I hadn't had it in a while, so I need to get next to it again. But I was I was I was a little surprised to see that one in the in the top ten. Sure, well, you, you smoked the Illusioni Epernay a couple of years ago. This Dasta version is a tenth anniversary, and it's different. It has ah. the same name as the Epernay, but it's different. You see, uh, well, there's a lot of brand names and a lot of sizes, and just because it's the same brand name. The, the uh, difference in size could make a very, very big difference, especially nowadays in the cigar business. Mm. And this special 10th anniversary smoke uh, has a different binder. So the the blend is actually different than the rest of the Epernay line. So don't judge the Daosta, uh by the rest of the Epernay line, despite the fact that they share the name Epernay. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll even say... Um, I, I see stuff on social media where people are like, oh, you know, smoking the cigar of the year, and they've got the Nicaragua aging, the Nicaragua um, version of the Adrian Quattro, but they're not smoking the size that we named cigar of the year. Right. Yes, it's the same brand. Yes, it's the same blend, but the difference in size makes a big difference. So uh, this D'Asta is a fantastic cigar. You need to try it. It's very hard to find. Um it's the fourth time an Epernay has made our top 25, but th- this cigar is brilliant. Um, uh, six by 50, 12 bucks suggested retail price. It's made in Honduras. Um, it has flavors like gingerbread, uh, orange peel, some caramel. Uh, th- this is a really wonderful cigar. I really, you know what, don't judge it by the rest of the Epernay line. It, it is very different. Well, the, and the ones that I had before were never bad. I just, I, it, it just didn't have that gravitas back then. But then my palate has changed a lot since, you know, since I started smoking them. But but you're right, the, the quality is always good to enjoy those. I think the last time I had it, I was sitting around a fire. So it's about that time of year to do that again. Uh, I ask you every year about surprises getting into the top 25 when you find out when you've, you've ranked a cigar and then you find out whom it's by and and something about it is there is there anyone in this group that made you go wow that that's a surprise you know it's a it's a list with with a lot of established cigar makers i wasn't terribly surprised by any of them to be perfectly honest uh it I think I was a little surprised that Aging Room took number one. I wouldn't have picked that as my as my lead horse going in. I probably would have put my money on Padrona, that Cohiba Robusto. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, no, no big surprises this year. No real big surprises. Uh, I'll tell you something that's different. That's not in the. It has not been revealed yet, not on the web coverage, but something that you'll see in the magazine coverage. The, this top twenty-five is in our our Jan Feb issue, which is just coming off the printer now. Mm-hmm. I was just handed a copy from the printer. It's on newsstands on the twenty-eighth. Uh, we found a guy uh, who tries every year to smoke the entire top twenty-five. We caught up with him in out, out in Las Vegas. He came up the, to Vegas for our big smoke, and he had twenty-two of the twenty-five. He had all but the Cubans. And he was out there for his 50th birthday, and he decided to smoke all 22 of those cigars 
the week he was out there in Vegas for the big smoke. And he did it. He, he did the smoke-a-thon <laughs> with his friends, uh, you know, posted about it on social media. This guy really went all at it for the top 25. Uh, so we've got a story about him in our, in our magazine. It's a pretty interesting little story. I love that. I love that. You know, the, um, the, the Aladino, the Toro, that's number 18. Dave, that's a good cigar, man. It's, it's a Honduran Puro. It's a good cigar. Yeah, you know, it comes from the Iroa family, you know, uh, Julio Iroa, uh, who's a longtime veteran of the cigar industry, you know, uh, gross tobacco in Honduras. Um, uh, very interesting. Yeah, no, you don't see a lot of Honduran cigars on this this list. This one's a Honduran Puro, uh, six by fifty, eleven bucks. Um, really nice cigar. I'm glad you like that one. That, that's that that's kind of a maybe a dark horse cigar. You wouldn't, yeah. uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's a surprise. You wouldn't expect to see well, that. It, it, it's, but it's, it's so good. It's one of those sneaky good cigars that you can have. And, and then, you know, Christian, uh, Iroa has done, we, we've, he's, we featured his cigar the last five years, I think at my military fundraiser event here. And they always, you know, it, we always, they sell a lot of them after the fact because people like his product, but that's a that's a good one. Now the Enclave Broadleaf Churchill, I uh, haven't had that one. Uh, it looks fantastic, uh, you know, with the Nicaraguan filler and binder and a U.S. Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. That sounds amazing. Tell me about that one. Well, Broadleaf wrappers from Connecticut are one of the great wrappers of the cigar business. Uh, grown in the open sunlight, you know, uh, big fat wide leaves. They're 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 more flavorful than they are pretty, you know. They're kind of like the ugly, the ugly sibling of Connecticut Shade. Shade has that thin, uh, you know, nice supple leaf. The the, the broad leaf is is thick and has, has veins, but man, it has all the flavor. So that's the uh, the thing that gets this cigar going with that core of, of, of filler and binder tobaccos from Nicaragua. Uh, it's from A.J. Fernandez, and, and really, this is kind of the year of A.J. Fernandez. If you look at our top 25 list, right. this is a brand that he owns and makes himself, uh, made at his factory in Nicaragua, the Enclave. But A.J. is responsible for four of the 25 cigars on this list, including that number one. That number one cigar is made in A.J.'s factory. So A.J. really is uh, making an incredible cigar after an incredible cigar. This is one of the stronger ones, the Enclave Broadleaf Churchill Um it's really just a, a a nice smoke at number nineteen on our list. So, and and finally, here a little business about the FDA. Andrew Nagy has an, uh, a story about this on your website about the FDA saying that premium handmade cigars are their quote lowest priority right now, and it comes out of a statement that was issued last Thursday by the FDA saying that they, they really haven't moved any on that deadline that was put in place by a judge some time ago. And for people who are hearing this and don't understand what, what's going on, the FDA is proposing changes to the regulations that govern premium cigars as well as other things. And if those regulations go into, uh, into effect, according to your calculations or, or some of the numbers that have been put out by Mangum Economic Consulting, about 90% of the cigar makers in the U.S. manufacturers are going to end up out of business, equaling about a, a loss of about 5,300 jobs. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. And the the, uh, the FDA being in control of the U.S. tobacco industry, uh, it's been – it's. Uh, caused all kinds of problems for cigar makers. First and foremost, it makes it very difficult for them to come out with new product. 
Uh, it puts all types of barriers to entry into place, making it hard for new companies to join the business. Uh, it stifles uh, free enterprise. Very, very bad for the cigar industry. Uh, so far, most of the changes have not gone into effect because of the reason you see on our website that the FDA is considering cigars its lowest priority. The FDA is targeting things like the the youth vaping epidemic of uh, flavored tobaccos that are that are you know uh, appealing to children. And and the one thing we know is that premium cigars, the kind of cigars you see written about in Cigar Aficionado magazine, are not appealing to children. It's not a market for kids. The FDA's own research shows this. Matter of fact, over the, um, uh, over the break, there was a, a change in the law. The um, uh, used to be up to the state to determine what the age for buying tobacco was. Uh, many states were 18, some were 21, about 13 were 21. That's changed. It's now a federal regulation that you've got to be 21 years old to buy a cigar or other type of tobacco product in the U.S. It went into effect very quickly. It didn't go through the normal uh, three-month waiting period. Um, And we just did a story. It's on our website right now where we reached out to a number of retailers around the country to see what kind of an effect this will have on their sales. And most of them said the same thing, that, you know, they they don't agree with the change to 21, but most said it will have very little impact on their sales. Even people that uh, have cigar shops in big college towns like Orlando, Florida, for example, because most of the customer base is over 21 anyway. Uh, that said, people are a bit upset at the change in the law because there's no loophole for our military, and I'm in agreement on this. I think it's ridiculous that you know you could serve in the military, uh, be put into harm's way for your country, but you know if you're not 21, you're not able to buy a cigar. That's uh, that's preposterous. That said, these FDA regulations, government regulations, are without question, the biggest threat to the United States premium cigar industry. Uh, There is a threat that it could put a lot of these companies out of business. Uh, I'm not sure about 90%. Um, If the regulations all go through at the highest levels that are are on the table, um, a lot of these smaller companies that you see on our list could go away. You mentioned warped small company. It would be very hard for it to compete in a world with all these uh, FDA regulations put into effect. Um, uh, Other small companies would have a very difficult time competing. You'd end up with just a couple of companies making cigars, making the same cigars over and over again. You would have fewer and fewer choices for consumers. That said, there's a lot of uh, action going on from the industry trying to fight it, hoping for some type of a loophole, some type of... uh, Uh, help from these regulations. So we need to see what's going to happen. Well, according to, there's an article uh, by Lauren Hirsch by CNBC that talks about this same FDA statement and how cigars, premium cigars are lumped in with everything else. And according to a study that was released a couple of years ago, it says that uh, 7.7% of high school students and 1.5% of middle school students reporting smoking a cigar uh, within the, the previous days of the survey being done, likely cigars that they've gotten from, from out of someone's humidor in, in, in a house. But by contrast, nearly 30% of high school students reported using an e-cigarette in that same time period. So they're lumping premiums in with e-cigarettes and regular uh, cigarettes and other things. And I think that kind of creates some of the problem, doesn't it? It does, and they're not only lumping cigars in with uh, with cigarettes; they're lumping 
premium handmade cigars with the much larger cigar market, which is that of the uh, machine-made world. Uh, you know, there are about 330 million handmade cigars imported into the United States every year. Uh, there are about uh, more than 12 billion machine-made cigars sold in the U.S. every year. So when, when, when you look at the word cigar and what it means, uh, you know, in terms of an industry, uh, the lion's share of cigars sold in the United States are, are, are made on machines, uh, things like Swisher Sweets and White Owls and things of that nature, things that are made in, in ways that are very similar to the cigarette industry. That's not our world. That's not the world of cigar aficionado. That's not the type of cigar that our readers smoke. That's not the type of cigar that you find in these high-end cigar stores. The kind of thing we write about, they're made by hand. They're made slowly, using one ingredient only, and that ingredient is tobacco. Um, things that are aged for a long time, and things that, frankly, are too expensive for, for children to, to buy, and things that are sold in cigar shops where children are not welcome. So, the, the, one of the biggest problems facing this industry is that uh, what we smoke is uh, goes by the same name as the thing that's sold in a convenience store and bears no resemblance to the product that we smoke and love. Uh, so we get subject to the same regulations that are trying to be slapped on cheap uh, cigars that are, that are marketed in a much different way and made in a much different way. Very well said. Listen, if people want to find you on uh, social media or online, where can they get you? Oh, we're uh, Cigar Aficionados on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're at Cigar Aficionado on fa- uh, on Instagram and Facebook. We're at Cigar Mag, C-I-G-A-R-A-F-I-C-M-A-G on Twitter. And then I'm on both platforms as well, so I'm just at David Savona. Uh, we're on social media all the time, and... Uh, Hopefully you come and see us at our website, too, CigarVishnano.com. Well, listen, it's it's a great thing to do, and I know you hear from people all the time when the reveal videos are coming out because it's, it's amazing. I, I got a text from a buddy about it after I'd already seen it and just waiting on them every day to see which one is. And then you do this thing that's almost like sports. <laughs> you're, you're debating back and forth about which one's going to be number one, which cigar should make it into the top ten. It's always good fun, and I, I just enjoy it every year. I'd love to hear that. Thanks so much, Clay. Glad, glad you enjoyed the list. David Savona, the executive editor of Cigar Aficionado Magazine. Podcast225.com. This is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consulting. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at openeyesafetytraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. Clay Young here with Charles Harvey with the Metropolitan Health Group. If someone has been in an accident or has suffered an injury and they need experienced medical treatment, 
they can come to Metro. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. We've been in business for over 30 years in Baton Rouge and Lafayette. We have licensed physicians mm-hmm. who've been practicing medicine for several years. They're here to get these people back on their road to recovery. If you've been in an accident, you can go today. You don't have to set an appointment. You can walk in and be seen. Absolutely. Call, have your attorney call us, get you in to see the doctor, same day appointments. Um, we cater to you. So if you've been in an accident or suffered an injury and you needed to see a doctor immediately, Immediately, you can call Metro and you can make that happen. Absolutely. So there you go. If you need a physician for physical therapy or some other medical issue, contact the folks at Metropolitan Health Group in Baton Rouge at 225-926-3343. That's 926-3343. The issues, the policies, the people. This is The Clay Young Show. Feels good to be back in the chair again. 2020 is here. Let's all go get it. Speaking of going and getting it, these Tigers need to go get another national championship. And I'm talking about the ones from LSU. Coach Orgeron, who is a good guy. And listen, the person you see on television is exactly, actually, no, I was going to say is exactly how he is in real life, but scratch that. The person you see on television is almost always at between levels 8 and 10 in person. It's somewhere between 12 and 18. That man loves what he does. He loves the young men he coaches. He loves that university. He loves the state of Louisiana. He is a fantastic ambassador for this state and college football. And, hey, what could you say about Joe Burrow that hasn't already been said? Class act, smart kid humble, focused. I hope he does very, very well in the NFL. Looks like he's going to be in Cincinnati and, well, at least he's going back to Ohio. So that's good. And who knows? Maybe I'm wishing him good luck. That's about as much as I can say about that. But uh, good luck to all of the Tigers, the LSU Tigers, as the national championship game looms. Hey, how about David Savona, huh? Bright guy, really down-to-earth, brilliant when it comes to what he does with cigars. Here's somebody else who loves what he does, and man, it is a good life. I, You know, I have to imagine it's easy to put out a good life magazine when you're having so much fun doing it. That's a good gig. And we chatted after the interview about him coming back before the summer, kicking off that Cigar and grilling season that I can't wait to get here. And you know how time flies. It'll be here before you know it. Listen, again, if you haven't done it, check out the Crime Stoppers podcast. Episodes one and two are up there. And I don't think it's what you might think it would be. So check it out. Episode three is on the way. And David gave you all of the ways that you can find him and the magazine online If you are into cigars or if you are looking for something for a significant other, hey, gift them with a subscription to the magazine. I believe in it. I buy it myself. And I always enjoy it when you get it. And the top 25 is good. And my man who worked through the the top 22, that's impressive. All he needed was the Cubans. And someday you'll be able to walk into a store and get Cubans. I just, you know, hopefully I'm around to enjoy that. But we'll get it. All right, you guys stay productive. Keep crushing it. 2020 is here. Make it special, all right? And we'll catch you next time here on podcast225.com.
Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.